Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 155 of NASCAR Radio. I'm Powell Val. With me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you? I am feeling thick as a brick. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> loaded, okay. Yeah. Uh, again, this is episode 155 NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I want to shout out uh, thank our sponsor, Panini America. I have a great show for everybody today. We're going to do a racing recap. How can I phrase the next uh, next segment? Uh, I think uh, me and Logan both agree that I think there's some kind of surprises in 2023 Dunruss that might be lurking that really hasn't gotten a lot of attention yet. So you might be able to capitalize on some of that, maybe grab some while you can before cat's out of the bag on those. And then we'll finish the show with King's Court. Yeah, plus we got some news nuggets and a few other odds and end things sprinkled in. So it's another action-packed show. That's like every show. Yep. All kinds of <laughs> you know, you never know when these wisdom nuggets are gonna pop out here. So nope. Especially want to thank our welcome our new subscriber, Richard Fish Fucci. Sorry if I mispronounced that. But we're super excited to have you. Uh, if you subscribe to the, the podcast, the YouTube channel, we'll give you a shout out as well. And then, of course, we wanted to give shout outs to Kyle Katz, Beans, Ball, Card Blog. Used to be fast and skid marks for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. Some good comments going on or a conversation yeah. going on over there. So It was a good, good week for comments. Yeah, last week's show was good. It was national... The national recap there. Everybody's having their national recap, but yeah, I still haven't done a recap video. I've had I've had some other stuff going on, just been real busy trying to do some other things and just haven't gotten around to it. I, I hear you getting back to work, trying to get through I don't know, I had three hundred and some emails waiting for me when I got home. So yikes. Yeah. And then yeah, I won't go into all that. But yeah, it was very busy and still trying to recover. So but let's get going here. Let's go to the racing recap here. Camping. Yeah, right. Camping. Craftsman Truck Series. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the radio guys, they have a pool going. It's like, so they put money in the pool if they say uh, they say the wrong sponsor. So, yeah. But we don't, unfortunately, we don't have that. Yeah. Uh, they, were, they were off last week, the Camping World Truck Series. Their next race, race number 17, is the TS Sport 200. And that's the Lucas Oil. That's going to be at Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. And that's going to be Friday, August 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Got a night race. That's going to be good. Friday um, night under the lights. So I know they were off this week, but do you know where Haley finished? <laughs> Probably still whatever she was at 11th, 15th. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I'm, hey, she, she needs to bring it. Hey, she was in the SRX race, and she did good, so... Maybe she needs to get out of freaking trucks and get into a real live car. And I, maybe, I, maybe, that, maybe that's the solution. I don't know. I, to be honest, I never thought of that until I saw Ty Gibbs jump from Arca straight to Xfinity. Didn't mess mm -hmm. with, didn't mess with the trucks at all. I, I think it maybe originally, maybe that was a great thought because she did those rally trucks, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I'll try to put her in some more Xfinity and see how that goes. I'd like to see somebody pick her up for maybe a limited schedule in Xfinity 
and just sample the water and see how she does. I'm right there with you, man. Right there with you. I think I think that would be the litmus. I can't say that. I sound like uh, litmus test. Yes. Litmus test. (laughs) All right. So we have already. uh, whatever I can't even say. I'm not even thinking. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, over in the Xfinity series, that was race number 21. They were racing. That was the Cabo Wabo 250. And that was Saturday, August 5th at Michigan International Speedway. John Nemechek was our winner. High special rookie was Parker Reslov. Again, two weeks for him in a row. High special mm-hmm. rookie. Go Parker. John Nemechek, man. He's bringing it. I think it's his to lose this year. I think it is his to lose, and I think he's building his resume for going to Cup. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the show or not familiar with him, you know he worked his way up to Cup, but it was for a smaller team. He was up with that when I well, the group, I call them the big three, Cole Custer, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, when they all were going for Rookie of the Year, and he was with a smaller team. Uh, and then he went all the way back to truck running for Kyle Busch and has done very well since moving up strategically from truck to Xfinity. And like you said, building that resume where he's going to get the cup and he's going to stay there. Yeah. Cause he'll end up going with Gibbs for sure. I think well, look, Truex Truex is not retiring. He's already announced that for next year. He's going to be back next year. So he may be in one of the satellite Gibbs teams like legacy or somebody. Well, you, I don't you know, know the most of the Gibbs guys are aging out there. So, well, yep. there's only two, right? Hamlin and, and Truex. So unless yeah, they get rid of, <laughs> unless they just jettison bell. I mean, they jettison Sores and jettison whoever it was before for Sores. So, all right, John Hunter Nebacek's cards. We talked about him, I guess a few times now already, but uh, 2016, his first cards, in 2016, Panini certified. This one over on the right. There are mirrored parallels to that. There's certified potential signatures as well with mirror parallels for the certified potential signatures. It's Panini Prism. No base, but there's fire suit fabrics. Yes, Panini Prism had uh, relics in them. 2016. Also, 2016 Panini Prism driver signatures. And the parallels there. And then also 2016 Panini Torque base card there. And all the parallels printing plates. And then there's also combo material signatures for Panini Torque for John Hunter Nemechek. He looks like such a baby in some of those cards. Well, 2016. That was quite a few years ago, actually. Don't seem like a long time ago, but... Yep. The, the photographer was telling him, all right, John Hunter, hands on the hips. All right, time to cross your, cross your arms now. Oh, back on the hips. Cross your arms. <laughs> yeah. And then Parker Resliff, he doesn't have any cards yet. Nope. So nothing for him. Next race, race number 22, the Pennzoil 150, and that's at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Saturday, August 12th at 5.30 p.m. Yeah, um, quick shout out to Misha at Panini. Put Parker Restleff in the sets now. He's one you need to be looking for. Yep. Moving over to the Cup Series. 
That was race number 23. And that was the Firekeepers Casino 400. And that was Sunday and Monday, August 6th and 7th at Michigan International Speedway. Uh, when the rain cleared, Chris Busher was our winner. Highest finish rookie was Ty Gibbs. Yep, back to back, brother. I mean, they got Roush all of a sudden is like exploded. They're doing yeah. well. Yeah, like they couldn't buy a win, and now they got two back to back. So that's uh, that's saying something, right? It is. I guess if Keselowski, who who is from Michigan, couldn't win there, I guess the next best best thing is having Chris Busher win. I'm sure he's very happy about that. Oh, you know he is. Uh, Chris Busher's cards, like I said, we talked about him uh, the last week. 2013 press pass total memorabilia base card there with a few parallels red which is from retail gold to 275 black and white number to 99 and then the rising star autographs they are numbered 125 or less sweet yep and highest finishing rookie ty gibbs i got some slides for him Hmm, let, let me think I got, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Ty freaking Gibbs is going to be our 2023 Rookie of the Year. What do you think? I would say you could pretty much put that in the bank. <laughs> yes. I don't think Vegas is taking any more bets on that one. No, no, especially with all the stuff with, with Noah Gregson, unfortunately. That Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. But, yeah, with him yeah. kind of sideline and not having the year – that Ty Gibbs is having, there's there's no way. No way. Uh, yep. I think Gibbs is going to win one before it's over this year. Yep. I agree. Totally. 2020 Panini Chronicles. He's in a few of the, the sets inside of Chronicles, as well as 2020 Panini Prism only autographs in Prism. There's some more there. And like I said, I think it's like the match game. See if you can find two signatures that match. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> no, it's like other. Can you find two that match? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Exactly. I don't know uh, if they would authenticate anything like that. I mean, he's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how you would do that. <laughs> I don't either. I guess if it's on the sticker, but anyway, next race, race number 24. That's the Verizon 200. And that's Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course, Sunday, August 13th. Sorry. Sunday, August, yeah, August 13th at 2.30 PM. Stages are going to be end of lap 15, end of 35, end of 82. Yeah. We're going to have some, uh, some ringers in there. We're going to have uh, Shane Van Gisbergen and Mike Rockefeller are going to be in there. So that's going to be good. I, 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 we've talked about it before, but I sure would like to see that Project 91 car with Van Gisbergen win again, man. That would, like you said, that would send some ripples through the NASCAR world. <laughs> that would be other drivers in. I mean, you used to have the ringers come in, right? And then yeah. they kind of disappeared. I'm all for multi-international drivers coming in and racing in NASCAR. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it. So we want the I best of the you. best from the world. Yeah, I agree because, I mean, it's, you know, some of these, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, there's some lower tier drivers in the Cup Series that are just kind of there. Elevating the entire Cup Series with some international drivers, I think, would be a great thing. That yeah, brings some international following as well, not just mm-hmm. F1. No doubt. I think that's one of the you know lures for F1. If you're not if you're not cheering for Max, you can cheer for your driver from your country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as to uh, the back as. Uh, Finishing second. Yep. Formula One, they are off and still off, enjoying their rest and relaxation until the end of the month, uh, which is going to be the Dutch Grand Prix, August 27th. So more as we approach that. But uh, Max is still in in the lead there with uh, eight straight races. That's all Max needs is more rest and relaxation. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. What what he should have done is he should have gotten in a car here and raced over to Indy. He's got it's not like he didn't have time to do it. <laughs> yeah, come and join the Indy car series that? for a month. That would be crazy if Max Verstappen was in NASCAR Cup. Oh my God, people would lose their minds. I would lose my mind. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move over to Indy car series. They were racing in the 2023 Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. That was Sunday, August 6th at the streets of Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Yep, didn't get to go to that. It was hot as blue blazes anyway. I'm glad I didn't go. Uh, Kyle Kirkwood was our winner. And uh, let's see, we want to know about second, third place. Scott McLaughlin and Alex Pillow. And with that, uh, Axplow is in the lead for championship points, uh, 84 points ahead of Joseph Newgarden. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Pillow's got four wins, and Joseph Newgarden's got four wins here. Nifty. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Kirkwood, I looked on Trading Card Database. He's got some, I guess, Matchbox car cards, kind of like the green light and the 2018 Cooper Tire Road to Indy, uh, no number. So, man, I hope we get an Indy car set. Yeah, I'd love to see just a just a regular Indy car set with all the drivers. Now we did ask around to uh, Fanatics and Panini. Nobody knew anything about Indy car set. So, but we did we did put the, put the bug in their ears though, both of them. We sure did. We we did let them know about the Chip Canassi Racing set that they released, so which surprised them. But well, I think that's an untapped market, and that, that's a license that's readily available. And the way everybody's picking up licenses everywhere. I mean, Leaf is even doing freaking pick and pickleball cards for crying out loud. I mean, come on, let's do some indie car cards out there. That's right. I, I, I'd, I'd love to see that. Ken needs some cards. Yes. Yeah. Can we? We were trying to. We were uh, we were pushing it. So, all right. Mention Kirkwood's cards. All right, or lack of cards. And next race, race number fourteen is going to be the Gallagher Grand Prix, and that's going to be Saturday at uh, two p.m. And that's going to be at the what did I say it was Gallagher Grand Prix, and that's going to be the fourteen turn road course, incorporating portions of turn one and two, and the front straight of the uh, in an Indianapolis Motor Speedway oval. And the remainder of the circuit is within the infield lounge for greater spectator viewing. So we have an all indie weekend here with a doubleheader Saturday 
started by IndyCar, then Xfinity Sunday uh, Cup Series. So, so um, Ross Chastain is going to be in victory lane for the IndyCar Gallagher race and be smashing watermelons. Yeah, I don't know if everybody remembers Gallagher. Put him in a black a black wig, like Gallagher in that hat, you know, and that big sledgehammer with uh, the big piece of wood at the end. He's smashing. Uh, that's a what late seventies, early eighties reference there to Gallagher. Yeah, yep. But it makes perfect sense with uh, with Ross Chastain with the watermelons. I like that. People would lose their mind if he showed up. <laughs> All right, that is the end of racing recap here. All righty. Uh, you want to go in and get some nuggets? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I do have a few few nuggets. First off, I'm going to start off with um, there's been all kinds of weird reports and things going on. Uh, Jordan Bianchi with The Athletic, he reported that Noah Gregson and Legacy Motor Club had parted ways. But then later on that day, Legacy Motor Club released a statement saying that Legacy Motor Club and Noah Gregson have not parted ways. And a, rep and a representative from the organization told that to tobychristie.com, contrary to an August 8th report from Jordan Bianchi of The Athletic. So right now, I have no clue what's going on with Noah Gregson. No clue in the world. Um, I assume he's still there. Uh, I hope he's still there. I hope that... that uh, uh, you know, clearer minds prevail and, and they, they just suspend him and let him come back. Um, Cause I think he deserves to the, the chance to come back, you know, after he goes through whatever, um, you know, the, the program that NASCAR will put him through. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope, I just hope he comes back. I hope they haven't parted ways. I mean, what do you think about that? Hold on, I hear him digesting what you were saying. Um, yes, yeah, so we know he's not racing. He's got the substitute at least for the next, I think, two races. Right. And it was kind of interesting when that all broke that he wasn't there anymore. And then, wait, wait, no, he might still be there. You know, and Jayski doesn't have, I don't think he has the update on that either. So, yeah, they don't. I actually went out to, um, to Toby Christie and found, you know, the fact that they had not parted ways, but Jayski didn't have that update. He still, he still shows the, um, the report from Jordan Bianchi of the athletic. And I couldn't find anything on legacy motorsports that showed either way. <clears throat> so it's kind of like, we don't even, we don't, we don't know. We just know Noah's been suspended indefinitely. So, you know, that whole, that whole thing right now being a, I don't know, celebrity or a sports athlete in today's social media world is like, you know, this is a landmine uh, zone basically. And you don't know uh, when those are going to go off or not. So it's just really tough to be in the spotlight, I guess. Right. And these, these guys are, are young young men just like the football players making mistakes and stuff and you know yeah, I think I mean, NASCAR has a path, you know, if there's stuff like this happen. So I don't know you know what's right or wrong for that, but it, it seems a little excessive, but I don't know the whole gist of everything that, that went down. So 
Yeah, I don't either. I don't know what he liked something on social media that I think was offensive. And that's all that I really know that, that happened. Um, I mean, the world reacts in different ways now. Everybody has their own opinion. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not going to say one way or another. I just hope that he gets he gets a fair shake and, you know, that NASCAR will eventually reinstate him, you know, whenever to be determined. Yeah, I mean, a lot of drivers, there's different things that happened over the last few years with Kyle Larson, Danny Hamlin. Um, I guess that's probably more of the relevant social media type stuff. Now there's been behavioral and stuff like that with other drivers, but yeah. Yeah. Like I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, Kyle Bush, um, Chase Elliott and Bubba Wallace and those guys, you know, with on track type stuff. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm sure he'll go through NASCAR's program and he'll get reinstated eventually. I mean, I don't know how long that will be. It could, it's probably the rest of the year. I bet he's, he probably will not be back this year. I, I, I bet we won't see him again till possibly next year. Yeah, I don't know how, how that all happens and who decides. I'm sure there's a committee or something. And and then, of course, you know, Legacy and their sponsors and, you know, who I guess it all depends on um, a combination of all that, basically. Yeah, it does. I mean, everybody – is going to have to have a say in that, you know, like you said, sponsors, the team, NASCAR, all of them uh, on when he can come back. Um, and and but, I don't think that's a quick process either. <laughs> I doubt very seriously that it is. But, you know, Mike Rockefeller is going to be substituting in his car this weekend at Indy. Uh, so that's going to be good. He's also going to be, they've already said he's going to be at Watkins Glen as well. So that'll be cool to see him in there. Uh, kind of see what he can do because you know he's he raced Le Mans with uh, with Jimmy Johnson, so pretty cool. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to bring have some other guys try NASCAR, right? Yeah, see how uh, easy it is or how hard it is. One of the two. Yeah, and real quick, kind of on the same lines of what we're talking about with Indy, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, the three-time Supercar champion and winner of the July 2nd inaugural Chicago street race in his lone NASCAR cup series is going to return to the cup series on August 13th at Indy. Uh, the 34 year old Auckland, New Zealand native will race again in the number 91 Chevrolet Camaro ZL one for track house in the team's project 91 program. So he's back and he might, who knows how he's going to do. I think he's going to do well. That's not a, it's not a crappy rod. One once. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. I can sum it up in one word. You never know. Exactly. All right. Um, so now for our teaser segment here. We kind of, I don't know if we, did we touch on it last week? We were talking. I don't about, think we really touched on, on this uh, at all. Maybe we blew past it pretty quick, but. Uh, I want to say when we did the Dunruss sell sheet, we kind of maybe I think we saw a picture for it, and I think we 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 liked the picture. We mentioned the subset, and we wanted to find out more about it, right? 
So mm-hmm. we're talking about the NASCAR 75th anniversary cards mm-hmm. from Dunruss. Now, you know, we checked the, the Dunruss checklist. They're they're on there. They look great. There's a few different, I'll say, parallels. Right there's uh, there's a base, um, and there's a version that's autoed and another version that's not auto, right? So I think it's, is it going to be a hundred of the regular cards? Um, Do you remember? Talking... Yeah. And that's maybe that's what we need to talk about. Okay. So let me, let's throw up some pictures here and let's go. Maybe that's what we need to do. So you have to bear with us on this. So there are, um, See, does that come up? Oh, I bet you it opened. It did open in another window. That doesn't help me at all, does it? I can see it. Can you see it? Okay. Oh no. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe if I go, no, I don't hover over it. So you have these, like Tony Stewart and the Chase Elliott. So they are seventy-fifth anniversary. Is seventy-fifth anniversary personalities. They're also yeah, they're, right, so that's what us uh, it's going to be eventually a hundred card set. Yeah, from what we understand from the national, this is supposed to be an all-encompassing hundred card set for the seventy-fifth anniversary. And originally, from what we what we understand, they were supposed to only release maybe twenty or twenty-five cards in Donruss, and then spread out these hundred cards through all the other releases. But instead, Donruss got 50, the first 50 of these cards introduced in, within, uh, within the 2023 Donruss. So, you know, they, and like what you said, there's, there's a base card, and then there's the hollows that are out of 75, and then there's also one of ones of each one of these cards. And there's right now, they, they, they've got released 50 on the checklist. Um, you know, here's one thing that I just thought about. You know, there's although there's 50 on the checklist, does that mean that all 50 of those are in Donruss or could they come later? I don't I don't really know because I, I've bought a few. I've got of the base. I probably have maybe maybe 11 or I should say yeah, 11 or 12 different ones so far. I haven't really looked hard for them. These are non autos, right? The non autos. Yes. OK, so it looks like there's a personalities, either a subset in there. And then there's a seasons. Yep. And then there's a moments. Okay. So there, that, that's the three different flavors that they have with sprinkled within that set. Right. Then there's an, the autographs. And there's five autographs released in Donruss. Yes. And they're all redemptions. And you yes. want to say why they're redemptions? They are all redemptions because these are going to eventually be all on-card autos for this set. I mean, it is the 75th anniversary. It's very special. Uh, I'm glad to see that Panini did not just use stickers on these cards and that they are going to be on-card. So I think, and Val and I talked about this before we started, that these things are kind of flying under the radar right now. They're on-card, and you can pick them up pretty inexpensively you know in the grand scheme of things because i've already picked up all the autos for the base 
and all the autos for the hollow out of 75. So I've got redemptions in for every single one of those. For the five right now. So Natalie Decker posted on her maybe Instagram story that she loves Panini cards and, and that she, and you can see that white box right there of the cards and she's signed hers. And again, they're on card and that's what, what they kind of look like there. So that's a different photo. Is that the same photo? Looks like, yeah, yeah just, all right. But that you can see right there, uh, they're Sharpling cards with the black and the white and the space for the auto. So they're going to be on card. And I don't think they're getting a lot of play, you know, press right now, or the hobby's not paying attention. So I think, you know, we both kind of think that these could have um, some serious potential here going forward and that it's going to be a set that is going to be spanning multiple releases. So, mm -hmm. so you know, as we covered last week, um, they added Prime. Can you hear me? It looks like my, yes. my, my video was doing kind of some strange things. But, you know, they, they're adding Prime to... The, the products for this year. So now we're going to have five, five products. We're going to have uh, yeah $5 foot long. Uh, we're going to have Donruss. We're going to have Chronicles. Then I think prime, then prism, then national treasures. So from what we understand, there's going to be like five auto cards from the 75th anniversary in, in each product, at least that many. So we're probably looking at at least, at least uh, 25 autos, total all on card all, all on card i mean because the the first five that they have been released are dale hart jr danica jeff gordon richard petty the king and tony stewart so of course you know you, you gotta have jimmy so jimmy's gonna be that's gonna be a good card to get when when that one comes out but you're gonna have jimmy think about you're gonna have people like um carl edwards you know, think of all think of all the other drivers that are in there that you know Joey Logano. Of course, they're going to have a Joey Logano because Joey Logano is the spokesman. But uh, Kyle Busch, Larson, Kyle Busch, Larson. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be so many cool autos. Harvick so, and Harvick, yes. So, so yeah, I think there's going to be at least 25 cards. There may be more for all we know, but I think you're going to see at least five per issue. It might be, you know, depending on what the prices their prices are at, it might be van, uh, advantage to picking up a few extra of these guys, you know, as trade bait later on for the Harvicks or the what, you know, whatever. Because um, I'm gonna say they're limited, but you know, not, there's not gonna be a ton of this stuff. They're all gonna be signed on card, so. Yeah, they are, and like I said, we don't know how many of the the base autos they're gonna have. But we do know that there's only going to be 75 of the hollow, and then there's a one of one. So that's the three tiers that you'll be dealing with. Now, I did see the Richard Petty one of one out there on eBay for 700. I did, I did see that. I wish. I know. I, I figured. I was like, oh, I bet you Logan's like, oh. Oh, yeah. But I, I, right know. Now, I can't do it. <laughs> I know. But it's like coming back from the national. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But they look beautiful, and yeah. like I said, aren't card. If they were stickers, you know, they might, they may, I don't know, have a, a ton of them, whatever. But anyway, I, I think they, they could be a pretty great little 
uh, subset that I think is right now flying under the radar. Uh, I agree. And I think now if you're going to try to collect all these cards, I think now is the time to get in on the ground floor, especially since they really came out with a lot of heavy hitters, you know, with the King and Jeffy Pooh and uh, Junior. You know, those are some pretty heavy hitters. So I think they're trying to wait everybody's whistle and say, oh, hey, check this out. This is going to be really cool and get people excited about it because I know I'm excited about it. I know I'm going to try to get the entire set, you know, eventually. So that that's that's going to be one of my 2023 and beyond collecting goals. I mean, what a great set to collect, right? And it's the 75th anniversary. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, the special uh, kind of reminds me, I guess, when 98, when they did the 50th anniversary, Upper Deck had those uh, had those special cards. They sure did. Um, that Earnhardt was really sweet that they had back then. Too bad they, they won't have anything like that this time. I know. But we want to let you guys know our thoughts and uh, make sure, if you know, uh, what, let us know what, you, what your thought as well. Um, you can leave on, on a YouTube page or, or comments. Let us know uh, if you agree or not. Uh, I, I, well, some months usually are pretty, I don't say, not as heavily collected, I don't think. You know, usually when the season just starts, then there's a lot of interest in it, and there's a lot of interest when we hit the playoffs here. So mm-hmm. I think. We got Chronicles coming out at the end of the month. Yeah, from what we've heard, the they're they're still on, I think, for the twenty third. But you know, anything could happen, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. I'm I've been always pushing for the checkerboard box. I guess I got a partial checkerboard box there. Yeah. That's 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 a that's a good start. And I like the way that box looks. That's that's a cool picture of the king on there. When you were saying I'm thinking, okay. Uh, Richard Petty autograph and a Kevin Harvick autograph. Yeah. In black. I'd take both of those any day. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a nice looking box. I like that. So put that, put that back up there for a sec. You got it. Yeah. See, so there's going to be eight cars per pack and six packs per box. So we're going to have, see, do some ciphering. Was that 48 cards in a box? I'm looking at my previous previous years yeah eight and six we had um harvick and deegan deegan and logano and then last year jeffy Pooh and chase elliott the pac-man Anyway, uh, anything else? We got more nuggets there? So I think that's a, a uh, good little subset, and they should all probably be redeemed. So, Yeah, I, I do want to touch on one thing that we had talked about last week with F1. Um, yes. Real quickly, I don't, I don't want to get a whole lot into this, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, the, the discussion came up that, the reason that we didn't see a lot of F1 cards at the national was because they're in collections. Uh, and I just, again, I do not believe that. Um, I, I do disagree with that. And I'm taking this from the PSA set registry. I'm just going to give you a few statistics about um, some of the sets and things that you're seeing. As far as formula one goes, the only player, I say player driver sets that are in there, or Lewis Hamilton, and there's 25 different collectors collecting sets in there. 
Then you've got Mario Andretti, and there's seven different sets within that one that people are collecting. Ayrton Senna, you know, he's pretty popular. There's uh, like 13 different collectors in that one collecting the set. Then you've got Jackie Stewart with four sets and Jill's Villeneuve with one set. So what is that? That's five. That's only five different drivers, F1 drivers that, that have collectible sets within the registry compared to, I mean, there's, there's tons of, I, I don't even have the number of the, the NASCAR drivers that you've got in there. But the first question I have is where's Max? Are people not collecting Max Verstappen? How come there's not a Max Verstappen set there? There's no Lando Calrissian Norris. There's no Alain Prost. There's no Michael Schumacher. There's no Juan Manuel Fangio. None of that's in there. Okay, if everybody's collecting it, why do we not have those sets? My reason is they're not collecting. It's like what we've talked about before. It's more of a flippers market than it is a collecting market. That's just kind of the way that it's gone since the beginning, since, you know, Tops came out in 2020 with the very first set. But if you compare some of the sets, there's, in the PSA set registry, there's 36 different modern, so I do have the sets. <laughs> the 36 modern, there's 36 different modern driver sets. Only five of them are F1. So the other 31 are NASCAR. Then there's 21 different vintage driver sets. There's no F1s. All those are all NASCAR or IndyCar. Um, so, you know, I'm just saying, I'm, and I'm not trying, trust me, I'm not trying to, to make this sound bad because, you know, I'm a collector and uh, I do collect these. I, I participate in the Senna set and the Mario and the Lewis Hamilton sets right now. Um, but it's just, it's just the nature of the beast that we're dealing with now. I mean, more people are concerned about trying to flip F1 and make money than collect it. So the fact that going back to the original statement that the reason we didn't see a lot of F1 at the national is because it's in people's collections. I totally disagree. I think it's because the market is down and people don't want to take a loss on their cards. So that's why we're not seeing it. So that's, that's my little rant for this, this show. I'm trying to think of gather my thoughts here. Uh, you know, there's this could be a couple of reasons why they're not participating in the set registry. Either uh, the price for the set registry per car has gone up, plus these max cars. I'm using max as an example, are expensive. So they're probably at the higher level. And I don't know how many have been graded for max. I guess that would be another thing to see how many max PSA cards have been graded and then why they're not participating in the registry. Uh, plus like NASCAR has got a lot more history of cars than, than F1. But to your point, um, you know, you don't see a lot of stuff because unless you bought it early, and I always go back to this. I remember the 2020 Chrome boxes were originally $195 a box. Mm -hmm. And now they're, I don't know, two or 3000 or whatever they had gone up to. So, you know, if you bought them at 190 something and you opened them, you made money. But if you bought them for 
you know, a thousand, two thousand. Again, there's only like what eighteen packs in them or something. So yeah, something like that. And, and you got auto, but you could have French toast. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if you hit a Lewis auto or Verstappen auto, you did really great, and you made money. But if otherwise, you bought this high because I remember. I, as soon as we forget that 2021 or 2022 flagship was $700 a box. And we were telling everybody, you know, wave them off on that. And uh, they proceeded to drop to what? 80, $50 a box. So, yeah. You know, if you bought them in at five, $700 a box, you, you're not selling. We talked about it before. I think it's just kind of human nature you don't take that loss in your mind. You don't take that loss until you sell it. So I'm just holding it and hoping that uh, it goes back out. Hey, I got some 1991 stadium club hockey boxes that I paid $60 a box for. So I think there may be 20 now. <laughs> I'm still sitting on them. I'm waiting for them to go back up. So, well, here, let me, let me give you, I, I, while you were talking there, I was looking up on the, the pop report on PSA for Max Verstappen for, uh, the 2022 2020 tops chrome just the, the refractor uh there's been 479 cards graded wow for, for the refractor uh the short print has 152 wow um, and how many how many uh max for stopping set registry driver sets zero okay so Nobody's requested it because I guess nobody's collecting it. I don't yeah, know. So it's probably like the Zion. Everybody was in for the flip for Zion. Yeah, it's it's the same. Yeah, it's Max and, and Lewis for sure. Uh, and looking here, even the purple refractor, there's been 179 of those graded. Wow. So there's a lot of, that's just 2020. So there's been a lot of, of Max graded out there. I mean, I see it every day. I, that's one of my searches. So um and, and here's the thing, Val, you know, you're talking about their high dollar. Well, yes, I agree with that. But you don't have to collect PSA 10s. You can collect PSA 9s or PSA 8s and have those make you a set on the registry. That's so, a, that is a smart play. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing with Lewis Hamilton. I am, I'll go ahead and tell everybody. And if you go out and look and see my set, you'll figure it out. I'm collecting PSA 9 uh, Lewis Hamilton cards. So, and I'm having fun with that. Because I can get them, you know, right now anywhere from say fifteen to thirty dollars for a card. That's not bad. No, I think that's a smart play. When you're telling me this, or made me think of uh, back in my day, yeah, <laughs> we, we've, we've been doing this for a while. So the 1986 Fleer basketball was like everybody was going after the tens, right? You know, Jordan tens mm -hmm. and everybody else tens, and the smart play were the nines. Making a, you know, hey, I I, can't, I don't have the money for a, a 86 Fleur basketball PSA 10 set, but it's it's it was economical to do a nine back then. Now a nine set would be, yeah, <laughs> pretty darn good as well, right? So to your point, picking up all the stars in 2020 Chrome in nine, I think it's a smart play. Yeah, I agree. Um, check this out. I I had scrolled down too far. I scrolled back up. Just the base, Max Verstappen from top 2020 Tops Chrome. Guess how many cards are graded of that card? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, 500. 
No, higher. A thousand? Higher. Fifteen hundred? Higher. Two thousand? Lower. Okay, eighteen hundred. I'll, I'll just tell you, for a matter of saving time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sixteen hundred and eighty-eight. Sixteen hundred and eighty-eight base max for stoppings, not refractor, just just regular. Okay. Just a regular silver, or you know what I mean. Just a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not oh. nothing special. Just no, no, not the refractor. No, no orange. No purple. None of that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Sixteen eighty-eight. Okay. So, yeah, that tells you. I think. I think the statistics tell you everything you want to know right now. Yeah, I can't defend that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think you're. I think you might be spot on. So, but yeah. again, we talked about that means there's a lot of nines out there, um, eights yes. and whatever. So, five hundred and seventy-six nines, a thousand and twenty-seven tens. Wow, that's a lot of tens. That's a that's a NASCAR radio NASCAR radio buttload right there. They grade pretty good then. Yeah, they do. So again, us old folks, I think a 1990 hockey OPT premiere. Those came right out of the box. They were like PSA tens when you opened the packs. There were so many tens in that. that. Well, I you know, I like Topps Chrome. Um, you know, I, I busted some 2022, and those cars look really, really, really nice. The, the finish on those things is just absolutely superb. I mean, you could, I mean, it's a mirror. You can comb your hair in it. I mean, they're beautiful. So, so again, I think, you know, uh, kind of sub subbing off of this topic here that, uh, you know, some of these are, are, you might be able to get some good deals on them. They're good plays. I think so too. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with the PSA nine, nothing. I mean, if you're a collector, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, if you're a flipper, yeah, PSA 9 is not so much. You're not going to get a lot of money. Everybody's wanting the 10 so they can get them graded and sell them, try to make some money. And and there's nothing wrong with it. I get that. It's just not what I do. It's not what you do either. So, you know, I'm a collector. Always have been, always will be. I don't see that changing in the next few years for me at all. But, uh yeah, I mean, it, right now, the, the F1 is more of a flipper's market than a collector's market. It's just, I mean, it, it, it is what it is, and that's exactly what it is. Well, there's there's bargains to be had, right? Yes. So, yeah, if you have the money, I guess, for the 10s, you might want to get that. But I still think the 2020 Chrome, that's the first year. You know, you got Max. We've talked about him for weeks. He's running away with it this year. This is going to be his third championship if he wins. Yeah, if, if something if he doesn't have some kind of weird injury and gets hurt or something. I mean, there, boom, we got we're down we're through we're at three for him already. I mean, all of a sudden, boom, um, before you know it. Anyway, that, that that's a a good uh, thought there, Logan. So yeah, it, there's flippers, but there's opportunities as well too. So yeah, and, and I think the 2020 tops Chrome base set in a PSA nine would be a great set to have. I, I would, you know, I hadn't even thought about trying to collect the set that, you know, that set that way, but I may start doing that just to, you know, cause you can pick up the nines, especially of the not so popular drivers, pretty cheap, you know, already graded. 
So yeah, yeah why not? Because I mean, if you submit that yourself, if you're like me, I'm probably going to get a nine anyway. I can <laughs> I can cut the middleman out and just buy my nine. Yeah. But yeah, even if you did, what is it, the first twenty or something, or all the uh, regular drivers, and then you know maybe go after the F two, and then the 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 team cards and all the indie uh, indie the F one car cards as well. So it, you can put it together as you want or how you want. So. Yeah, and uh, just so you know, Lewis Hamilton's population report on his base of 2020 is going to be 2,046 cards graded. Okay, so 16-something for Max and 2,000 for Lewis. Yeah, then then it's a pretty steep fall-off from there. But uh, right, which we always talked about, those were the two biggies, you know, when you were opening something. If you didn't hit those two, you, you were in trouble. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, Charles Leclerc had a glimmer of hope of maybe coming on strong, but he's kind of faded back. Perez, Sergio Perez is probably, you know, maybe number three or uh, George Russell, I think, for future. But And Norris, like you said. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, here's here's another one for you. Valtteri Bottas, he only has 35 cards graded in, in the base. So he's so, sitting in <laughs> all those collections – that didn't get submitted, right? All those folks right. that they pulled the the Verstappen, they pulled the Hamilton. They're like, all right, go into PSA, and the rest of them, I'll just put over there. Yeah, they're in a box somewhere. Yeah, so that that, and, and again, that 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 just bolsters, you know, what I've been saying. Um, everybody's just trying to trying to flip and make some money because there's no money for them in in Bodice at all. So very very interesting statistics that we're seeing out of this yeah so that's all i got man i just wanted to bring that to light i just wanted to you know share that share my thoughts and what i thought about it well i appreciate it and i think it's a good point and we've been talking long enough now that uh one of the king's court of interest has finished so oh yeah this will probably be in king's court next week it just it just ended yeah, so go, go ahead, uh, go ahead, and, and you can go ahead and kind of mention it if you want. Uh, I will, but we gotta play the music. Okay, hit it, dude. Right. This week's King's Court. But uh we're gonna we're gonna let Val start it out with this card that just ended. Yeah, we just uh this kind of popped up. I don't know how I found it, but I saw it. And uh it is Dale Earnhardt Jr. twenty seventeen torque jumbo and the patch is the NASCAR patch, so it fit forty seven bids at fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so that's a nice one here, but we'll go uh, to uh, Logan's. Uh, yep that will that will definitely be in next week's King's Court somewhere. Definitely. So this week I've got a couple. I keep doing this, but there's just too many good cards to not mention them. 
I've got two honorable mentions this week. The first one, this was on the 6th of August. It's a 2000 Press Pass Legends signings. Dale Earnhardt says NASCAR rare. It went out for bidding and it ended up at $571.99 with 13 bids. Um, now, we saw one of these at the National Vale. In fact, it was one I was maybe trying to get you to buy, but you know, it, it was it, the auto was faded on it. Yeah, this kind of looks like it's faded too, but yes, it is. I don't know if it's the same one or not, but it, but it no, I don't think it is, but it's not as bad as the other one. The other one you could really tell the one we saw at the national was really faded. I can't remember how much they wanted for that one. It was like 250 275, something like I... that. It was it was very affordable, yeah, but you know, to me. If I'm going to spend that kind of money on an Earnhardt auto, I want one that looks really nice and not streaky or faded or anything like that. But that's a cool card, man. It is. It is nice. It's uh, that white on the card. The auto fits perfectly in there. It's nice. Yeah, he signed enough that he knows where to sign them in, unlike the F1 guys. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, 13 bids, 571 or 572. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty pricey. That's good. Yep. All right. So the next honorable mention I have, this was on the 2nd of August. It's a 2018 NASCAR Dale Earnhardt Jr. 2018 Panini Prime Jumbo Patch one of one. Kind of like what Val was looking at a while ago. Um, this one, uh, they were looking for, well, first of all, they were asking $745.99 for this card. They accepted a best offer of $625 for this card. So if you compare that to the card we just saw, this is a bargain. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. I mean, it's got the American flag there, National Guard. Yep, it's pretty. I like it. Very nice. So yeah, the other one that just ended, That's uh, this is a bargain. So whoever got this, I think probably got it for a decent price. Yeah, six something, yeah. Yep. All right. All right, next up is our Joker of the Week. This was the 7th of August, and I like this one a lot. Uh, it's it's odd. It's different. We don't see things like this every day. It's a Mario Andretti, A.J. Foyt, Rick Mears sign, 1992 Legends of Indy, and it's also PSA DNA authenticated. So that is, like, super cool. And uh, <laughs> it, it is pretty cool when you think about it because it went out for bidding, and it went for $510.01 with 20 bids so that's pretty hefty for an indycar card but you know you've got three of the greatest drivers that have ever raced at the brickyard right there yeah andretti aj foyt and and rick mears yeah very nice and and authenticated that's the way to do it it is the way to do it that was a prophecy auction so you know sometimes we see some of his auctions go a little higher but still that's um that's a heck of a price. Uh, I don't know that somebody overpaid for that. I think, you know, trying to get all that done and have all three of those like that is is going to be tough, and it's going to be even tougher now because none of those guys are spring chickens anymore. So, and the autographs are pretty nice. So yeah, they're they're not Andretti. That looks like a good Andretti, and yeah, I like that a lot. I, I really like, and I like that set. You can pick that set up for like five bucks. <laughs> I mean, they're cheap. I yeah. know that uh, when I was at the Dallas show, was I guess it was last year, 
uh, Ken and I were walking around and we found several of those sets that were like, I don't think he paid, I'm trying to remember what he paid, $5 a set or something very, very low. So indie cards are still very inexpensive and they're oh. undervalued in my opinion. They, they should be worth more than they are. Those PPGs, those early 80s, 82 83 or maybe it's 83 yeah those uh i think they're they're undervalued right now agreed i, I think if you're going to look for something to to if you're the investor type i'm not giving any advice here but i, I mean you can't you're not going to go wrong buying indy car cards you're not because they're inexpensive for the most part except for some of the rare uh issues like the Morhoffer hot dogs and things like that but Overall, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think you can beat it. I think if you're going to collect any kind of racing, man, IndyCar is is right up there. I love the Avalon Hills, which mm -hmm. was a board game which is not meant to be meant to be consumed or and used up. So finding those unopened or finding them the cards where they're not written on or or uh, beat up, beat corners up, they're good, good stuff. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, if you can find any of those unopened boxes like that, man, that's, I mean. Yeah, actually, I think I put a video out on the NASCAR radio YouTube channel of opening a uh, Avalon Hill set. So You did, and it's cool, man, to see those cars pop out of that box. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, so let's, let's move, move on. on. All right, so next is our Jack of the Week, our young driver. This was also on the 7th. A lot of stuff happened on the 7th of August. This is Zal, your pal Zal, Guan Yu. Um, 2022 Topps Dynasty Rookie Patch Auto out of 10. And Val, I, I got this one just for you because it's a zipper. <laughs> Thank you. I saw that. I was like, zipper. Zipper alert. <laughs> zipper. Zipper. But. This bad boy went out for uh, for bidding, and it went for eight hundred and eighty-seven dollars with thirty bids for our pal Zal. Very nice, nice auto. It's a nice auto. It looks good. The auto looks looks non-streaky, um, very clean, um, and then the zipper is cool. We like zippers on NASCAR radio. <laughs> it, it's something different. That's one thing we don't see in uh, on NASCAR cards, really. No, we really don't. There's been a few here and there over the years, but not very many. I think our stuff's all Velcro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we have a lot of zippers. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of Velcro. I'm thinking like the name, you know, the name badge over the over like the belt. That's all Velcro. Yeah, so, it's all Velcro. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah 30 bids man uh 800 and some dollars so i think that's uh you know for f1 that's a pretty good deal yeah i think somebody got, got a good deal com compared to how much those things uh those dynasty boxes cost you know well that's true right that um i think that's cheaper than a box i can't remember what dynasty boxes are going for but yeah still you're right i think it's still cheaper so you can get what you want yep okay all right, I know so, we're over time, so yeah, yeah, we just went over an hour. Uh, Queen of the Week, this was also on the 7th of August again, 2022 Prism NASCAR Danica Patrick Red, White, and Blue Hyper Auto autograph out of 10, and it's a PSA 10 for the card. Um, 
they were asking $399 for this bad girl. So we went click and bought it for $399. She has a nice auto. She has a very nice auto. It's a nice looking card. I like that red, white, and blue. That white area where that sticker auto is on. Yep. And it's a 10. So it's already graded. There's no doubt about it. So, and you know, the autograph's authentic. So, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, it's out of 10. Do we know what number it is out of 10? Does it, did they, uh, it says out of 10. Oh, it's right there. It looks like it, I want to say it's 12, but it's number two of 10, I think. It is. It's two of 12, two of 10. Yeah. Right there in the, on the, at the angle. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Next up's our King of the Week again on the 7th of August. It's a Dale Earnhardt Jr. 101 Auto 2022 Panini National Convention Diamond Card. And they were asking, it's pretty cool. Look at the diamond down there at the bottom above his name. Oh, right there. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And, ah, um, yeah. It reminds me to think of like the Seven Wonders. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, I had no idea they even were doing that. But they were asking $999 for this, and they settled on a best offer of $800 bucks for that. Nice. $800. So, so, Junior, I think Junior, from what we've been seeing in the last few weeks, uh, Junior cards are kind of on the rise right now. And becoming more popular. Maybe that's because you know they NBC just took over and he's kind of out front there on NBC. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but uh, yeah, we're we're definitely seeing a rise in his cards and you know, much more popular. Yeah, totally agree. I don't know if you saw on his Twitter he was buying some older fire suits of his dad and uh, DW. Well, if anybody can afford it, he can. That's yeah, jumping. But I want to say, like, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, for him. But he's, like, you know, an ambassador and historian of the sport. Yes, he is. And that's one thing, you know, I, I bet I have probably bidded against him in the past on memorabilia items and not knew it and lost, I'm sure, because he could chunk out a, a huge bid and win everything he wants. So... Uh, but yeah, he, he is, he's a great ambassador. He's a great historian of, of the sport. And that's one of the things I love about him. Yeah. I mean, um, North books for, you know, wouldn't have been revived without him. No, he was, he was the driving force in that for sure. So that's awesome. I, I like I said, thinking it when I saw that diamond, I was like the seven wonders that's out of what? 97, um, pinnacle or something like it's that. Got a pinnacle. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I do like that. And of course, you know, it's a national convention. I'm if those are the redemption packs that, you know, there's no NASCAR for, so we don't really pick them up. So. Yeah. Yeah. We can't really get those packs because we just can't. <laughs> no, we're not going to the VIP party. All right. Let's keep them moving here. All right. All right. Next up is um, our ace of the week. This is our one of one. And speaking of the national, this was on the eighth. Of August, it's 2023 Tops Chrome F1 Lewis Hamilton Super Factor 101 National Convention card. It's card number F1-3. 
And of course, somebody put one of those big pie in the sky prices on it, the $9,999.99. They ended up settling for a best offer of $3,500 for that card, though. They had to buy a lot of paper to get that. Yeah. So that's a pretty cool card. Um, the corners look okay to me. I think that bottom right side right there looked a little soft to me. Um, yeah, it's one on one. It's yeah, it's a one on one. So to your point, I do like how that right edge is black. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice looking card. I don't know about the you know three grand or whatever and um. I don't yeah, thirty-five right hundred. Yeah, thirty-five hundred for this kind of national subset or whatever. But, but hey, you know whoever pulled it, I, I'd love to know like how much, how many packs they got, how much uh, twenty-two paper flagship they had to buy to to get that. Yeah, can you imagine being a fly on the wall and seeing somebody bust that out of a pack? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean that's beautiful, but it is cool. I like it. I think it's a good looking design. Yeah, the the tops did did a great job, I think, on those cards with that golden black, and then him with the black uh, yeah. fire suit or under whatever. Yeah. Cool. All right. So finally, we have our royal flush of the week. This was on the sixth of August. It's a 2020 tops chrome F1. Here we go again. Lewis Hamilton Chrome Refractor Auto out of 58, and it's only a PSA 7. But I like how they put Grail in the description. Grail. But um, this thing went out for bids, man. They just let, let they just let it roll. They just said, heck with it. We're going to put it out for bidding. It went for $13,458 with 37 wow. bids. PSA 7. You can see that one corner right there. You can see that. That's probably why it got it. And also, yeah. look at the look at the top up there. Looks like there's a little dent in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I see it. And it must have been either through packaging, um, got caught with the cellophane or the wrapper or whatever, but yeah, the well, front looks know, really good. It does look really good, but you know, we, we had heard already, you know, those things were made in uh, what Ireland or someplace. And they had some issues with their machinery that was damaging cards. So there was a lot of uh, a lot of talk about that. It's a nice looking card. That's, it's very uh, nice. That's uh, that's a pretty big uh, price tag. There, fifty eight, and the and again the seven probably doesn't come too much into that. But that's a twenty twenty. That's on you know Hamilton Auto. So yeah, it's out of fifty. It's numbered out of fifty eight. So there's not a whole lot of those that are autographed. So, I mean, and but, you know, Lewis Hamilton autographs, com they command a pretty high price anyway. He has a massive following. He does have a massive following. And I'm beginning to think he's not going to win this year, the, the rate it's going. I don't know. I, I'm still holding out hope that he might grab a win, but he's got to be both Red Bulls to do it. Yeah, he does. So and then it's got to be Orlando too. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's a cool card, man. Congrats to whoever got it. Uh, do I think it's worth $13,458? No. 
Yeah, whoever sold it, congrats to them too. Yeah, for sure. Where's this? That's it. That's that's all I got. Shanghai, China. Yep. Yeah, yeah, from China. All right. All right. So cool. That's it. Well, thank you. Um, Any last uh, wisdom? (laughs) You know my wisdom. Um, You know, hashtag skid marks, Ty freaking Gibbs, and hashtag slabfire. It's out there somewhere. I'm sure you can find it and click on it. (laughs) I can. There we go. Slabfire. Uh, yeah, that's that's my words of wisdom. Uh, also, here, here's some words of wisdom for you. Buy low, sell high. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. We appreciate it very much. Uh, please like, share the podcast. Uh, if you really like it, subscribe. We appreciate it very much. Help us spread the word about NASCAR, IndyCar, F1 trading cards. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Um uh, that interact with us as well. And again, um, uh, following the show. So we, we appreciate it and uh, hope you have gotten something, some uh, wisdom nuggets here out of the show. <laughs> yep. And love to everybody out there. We appreciate you guys. Definitely. So uh, we got a great, great weekend coming up with racing. Uh, so we've got the, the IndyCar, Xfinity doubleheader there out of uh, Indy on Saturday. So that'll be fun. So, mm-hmm. but uh, back on Friday and Sunday. So, but anyway, um, again, thanks everybody. Have a, a safe weekend and we'll catch everybody next week. We're out here.